but it's also about surrendering the things that are going well in your life. Welcome back to Wisdom Collective, everyone. I'm your host, Adja Mendez, and today we are talking about surrendering. This is a super scripture-loaded episode today, and I'm super excited to share it with you because it is something that has been on my heart for quite a while now. I think since I ended my season of doubt and unbelief that I talked about in, I think it was like episode five, I have started wanting to get closer to the Holy Spirit on a more like personal level because I would always be like, yeah, God, like may your Holy Spirit lead me and stuff like that. But I never would like approach the Holy Spirit with like normal daily decisions. And it wasn't until a couple of weeks ago that I had to go do my groceries (laughs) and I literally had nothing in my fridge. So I was like, I need to desperately go to the supermarket. And I also had to go to the gym and I have a membership that lets me go to like different gyms and each gym has a different supermarket next to it. So the supermarket that I go to would depend on which gym I would go to, right? And so I was debating like, should I go to this gym and go to Tesco? Should I go to the other gym and go to little should I go you know all of these things and I was like why don't I ask the Holy Spirit and so I asked the Holy Spirit what supermarket I should go to and I felt that I shouldn't go to any supermarket and if you know me you know that I love food and not having food in my house was a bit anxiety inducing to say the least but anyways I was like God why don't you want me to have food in my house like why don't you want me to go to the supermarket and I just felt God telling me like hey chill I got you and I'm like do you have food in my fridge? Because I don't. But anyways, I ended up going to the gym and not going to the supermarket. And when I came back from the gym, I had a message from my pastor telling us that her and her husband were going on a fast, like a Daniel fast for 10 days. And she wanted to extend the invitation to the leadership of the church to see if anybody wanted to join. And I hadn't fasted in a very long time. And I really felt that that was God calling me to do a fast. So I'm sharing all of this to tell you that if I hadn't asked the Holy Spirit to guide me on which grocery store to go to and I would just go to like a random gym and then go to a random grocery store and bought my weekly groceries, I would then have ended up with all this food that would have gone to waste or I would have not been so encouraged to do the fast. And in this Like I did the fast for five days because 10 days is a bit too much for me. (laughs) But in these five days that I did the fast, I saw so many breakthroughs in my life and in areas that I had been wanting to see God move for such a long time. And that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't surrendered even the little decisions of my life to God. Now, in the next couple days, I'm going to start a new job and I've been taking on a lot of new responsibilities at church and just like developing this podcast and stuff like that. And so I really felt like I am starting a new season in my life and I need to surrender everything that is going on to God and just let him take over. And this definitely comes with a lot of anxiety and fear and you know I I consider myself a control freak sometimes so really letting go and surrendering things is really hard so that's one of the things that we're going to be touching on today. Now, I want to share with you two songs that have been ministering my heart so much in this time where I've been trying to surrender my life to God. And the first one is called Resurrender by Hillsong. And the lyrics go a little bit like this. I'm not going to sing them to you because I don't sing, but I will read them. And it says, You're turning over tables and calling for a return to our lives upon the altar, the things we did at first. You're clearing out the temple. You're cleaning out the dirt. 
for we are your territory. And I just feel like this is such a powerful thing to declare when you're worshiping because it's this image of Jesus coming into the temple and seeing how people are taking advantage of this holy place and people coming to pray and then just making a profit out of it and and jesus even tells the people they're like you're taking advantage of this house of prayer and in corinthians our bodies are called temples of the holy spirit and in first thessalonians we are called to pray without ceasing so i feel like this is a way of god showing us that our lives our bodies even our own houses are houses of prayer as well should be houses of prayer as well and in this time, God has been showing me a lot of the things that are wrong in my life, like my lack of self-control and my lack of prayer and the way that I express myself and stuff like that. And he has really been trying to clean me. And I've been really trying to let go of all of those things. I've been trying to surrender those things to God and just say, take them, clean me, make me as wide as snow. And really my favorite passage of the Bible, apart from Matthew 6, is Psalms 51. The whole thing is amazing, but it does say, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. You have no idea how many times I have said this to God <laughs> because it's literally the the prayer and the verse that I recite every time that I come to God. Like, and just asking him to clean me from my sin because we as human beings sin all the time. We're not perfect. But definitely, I feel like our strength comes when we repent from the bottom of our hearts and we come to God with humbleness and say, hey, look, I know I've sinned, but I'm asking you to cleanse me, to blot out my transgressions, to create a clean heart in me. And this passage actually starts with, have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness. We know that God as a good father is going to open up his arms and welcome us back home even after we have sinned or even after we've been away from him, just like in the parable of the prodigal son. And in Romans 6, it says, we know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that our sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. How beautiful is that? All right. And I feel like sometimes when we think about surrendering, we think that it's about giving away our power or giving away our control of things. But I hope that this verse in Romans reminds you that surrendering actually can bring you freedom over your situations. In our human nature, we want to know how things are going to turn out. We want to have control over situations. But we have to remember that when we surrender everything to God, He is going to be on our side. And no matter if things go the way we plan them or not, we should know and we should trust that God has control over it and that in his loving kindness, in his good father nature, he is going to do the best for us. Now, the second song that has been ministering my heart in this area is called My Offering by Sons the Band. And again, I'm not going to sing it, but it says, Humbly I come and offer my best to you. Let it be worship, holy, pleasing to you. Let the oil of affection fill up this room. Everything I have, I lay it at your feet. I don't have a spice or any perfume, but I have a life and I'll pour it on you. Like that just makes me want to cry. <laughs> But again, this is such a powerful declaration because the first image that comes to my mind with this verse is obviously Mary, the sister of Lazarus, anointing Jesus with 
Spike Nard, and wiping his feet with her hair. And in John 12, 3, it says that the fragrant filled up the room. And this is right after Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. So you can take it as a sign of Mary's appreciation and thankfulness. So I also see surrendering as not just an act that we do with things that we're struggling with, like let it be like alcoholism or gossip or lust, but it's also about surrendering the things that are going well in your life. I have had to come to God and surrender this podcast, surrender my new job, surrender the Bible study that I'm leading, the new like responsibilities that I'm taking up at church, my relationships, my family, all of that. I've come to God and be like, hey, all of these things are amazing and I just want you to take control over it so that first, it doesn't crash to the ground and two, that it just glorifies you and that everything I do, let it be in church, out of church, on social media, off social media, may it be for the kingdom. So I encourage you to do this as well and to be able to give your life to God and may it be a fragrant oil to him. I always say, you know, we're called to follow in Jesus' footsteps. And in Luke twenty two forty two, Jesus says, not my will, but yours be done. And how powerful it is. And we talked about this, this verse as well in my previous episode with Caroline about vulnerability. How powerful is it that Jesus was in the most vulnerable moment of his life, about to be crucified, about to die for you and me and for our sins. But either way, he was like, if this is what I have to do, I'm going to do it. And I can only imagine that Jesus felt scared of going through all of this because it's a painful, horrible death and surrendering your life to God might bring anxiety and stress and fear into your life. But Psalms 9:10 says, and those who know your name put their trust in you for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Hebrews eleven six says, For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. And 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And so, yes, you, you might feel this anxiety or this stress or fear that you are giving away your control over situations or that your plans might not go the right way or that what you desire is not going to come true. I've definitely been there. But we have to remember that we serve and we know a God that loves you, a God that cares for The God who created you is the person you're giving your life to. Now, if you go back to this verse in 1 Peter that I read, casting all your anxieties to him because he cares for you, this whole passage is super powerful as well. And I really encourage you to read it because it starts talking about how we should be humble when we approach God and that he will exalt us in his due time. And I really believe that true humbleness is not something that God gives you and then you're good to go for the rest of your life. Like I truly believe that it's a journey that we have to go through every single day of laying down our lives, surrendering our lives and asking God for humbleness as well. The passage also keeps going and talking about how we should be vigilant in our lives because the enemy is seeking who he can destroy. And this just reminds me of John 10.10 10 that says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and life in full. And so again, when you surrender your life to Jesus, he is going to give you a full life. 
And also to start closing off, I want to read Romans 8, 5 that says, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. And I really hope that we can start praying and asking God to give us the desires of the Spirit and to take away the desires of the flesh because we're not going to take anything with us. Like nothing that we can accumulate on this earth is worth Jesus. Now, as I said, surrendering your life to God can sometimes be difficult. So some of the things that have helped me surrender my life in an easier way to God, and I'm not perfect in this, I'm still working on it, by the way, but some of the things that have made it easier is uh, one, to write a list of things that I want to surrender. So all the good things, all the bad things, and then using scripture to pray over them. I've given you a lot of scripture today. I hope it helps. I hope you can use some of it to pray over your list as well. Um, I'll also leave like all the Bible verses that I've quoted in the description of the podcast episode. So use the Bible to pray over these things and then share the things you want to surrender with someone that you trust. Let it be a pastor, a leader, a friend, a family member. It's always good to talk about what you're going through. Let it be the good and the bad and to have someone to have accountability on for that. And then the final and most easiest one is to trust that Jesus has control and that the creator of the universe, the creator who created you, loves you so much and that he he can handle it he can control it he's fine he doesn't need your help but anyways that is all that i have for you today thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for our next episodes because i have some really awesome guests coming along don't forget to follow us on instagram on tiktok and on the podcast as well i hope you guys have a wonderful morning evening night whenever you're listening to this yeah goodbye